Business Hour with Oliver Feng on OFM. We should be focusing on adoption of clean coal technologies to reduce the country's carbon footprint, both in producing electricity as well as in the production of transportation fuels. South Africa's competitive edge in cheap electricity and coal to liquid technology is dependent in us reducing the environmental footprint of processing coal, but not in abandoning coal. We are having a very unfortunate discussion in South Africa, which happens to be in Africa. We are having a discussion that is mainly informed by the aspirations and the interest of developed countries. We understand our responsibility in the economy, our responsibility also in the environment. But that does not mean we should have a misleading conversation. The conversations that we're having in South Africa are not for South Africa. And we must begin to channel these conversations to really look into the characteristics of this country and what will work for this country. Truth be told, we all are speaking of going to renewables. We leave what we have instead of looking at technologies that will make it work. But we need really to have proper discussions. Unfortunately, as I said, there are policies. The National Energy Act sets out the following mandate to the department, that the department must ensure that diverse energy resources are available in sustainable quantities and at affordable prices in the South African economy to support economic growth and poverty alleviation, while also taking into consideration and into account the environmental challenges. How is the Free State going to contribute to the country's energy security? The Free State is blessed with all the other resources. The radiation index in the province is second to that of Northern Cape. We have abandoned coal, which we can use for coal gasification because of its quality. We have enough gas to become a base load in the future. We also have, uh, we can use uh, biomass and as, as I believe that uh, this uh, brings the energy mix that we're talking about in the country. We've got uranium, we have, we have everything that uh, uh, places the energy mix of the country in the right uh, uh, trajectory. We understand that this will also contribute somehow to the economy of the country and the economy of the province. How is this going to be done? With, with, uh, with all these uh, projects, uh, taking for instance the project in, uh, in the coal fields in Machabe of uh, the solar plant that will generate uh, 600 megawatts that uh, surely will create during the, the 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 implementation phase or the building phase or construction phase it will uh, build uh, it will actually create more job opportunities that would also allow people to have disposable income that would actually uh, have an effect in the economy people will be able to buy things and those things uh, would lead to people establishing 
markets and all those things. So that's how the economy evolves. And the same goes for Kharib. We're going to have 600 megawatts uh, of solar plus the 400 megawatts of hydrogen. And that uh, that is going to be one of the biggest investments in the, in the renewable energy in the country. And uh, that will also change the landscape, economic landscape of Kharib but also contribute to the GDP of the province and that of the country. So the, these uh, few projects that I'm mentioning uh, have a very serious impact uh, in the generation of the economy, but also because the province is centrally located, we've got so many other opportunities uh, working with other provinces that can propel us to uh, the greater heights. The Business Hour with Oliver Feng on OFM.